0: Hello and welcome to the year we started a podcast, a podcast-born Phoenix-like from the ashes of 2020. I am your co-host, Jeff.
1: And I'm your other co-host,
0: Nick. And this is our podcast. We're a couple of friends, at half a continent apart, that want to come together and talk about the things that are interesting and fun to us. Nick, I uh, this has been an interesting week. Uh, I have yeah. received some spam mail. Like, Okay, well, first off, before we get into that. When you get random junk mail, like, do you open it or just toss it straight to the garbage? Nah, it's or? just gone. It's just, just gone. Just or gone it, or, immediately.
1: Really, it's more uh, ignored. My wife is mad at me for not letting her clean out my uh, my email, my thousands of I'm, emails. I'm sorry,
0: I, I'm doing a bad <laughs> job of explaining my question. <laughs> I'm, physical mail, physical mail. Oh, oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, that's just gone. That just uh, just
0: gone immediately. How often yeah. do you like? Do you have a PO box or do you have a mailbox? Uh, we have a pro- PO oh. box. Yeah, we
1: have, we have a uh, personal mailbox and it's a personal uh, mailbox, all right, or not? You know, it's like one of those uh, community ones. Like we we live in an apartment complex, so there's like oh, a, okay, right? Yeah, yeah. We have our own slot or whatever, right? A um, giant
0: mailbox with a hundred mailboxes in it,
1: exactly. And uh, ours is constantly every day full of advertisements and coupons for places I never want to go. And and recently we've been getting like two to three copies of most of the same things, which is interesting. But it's like you just, huh. you know, throw that. I, I don't know what the deal is there. I, I guess people think that me and my wife are different people, but need to have the same exact hey, things.
0: You know what? I would advocate that you are different people.
1: I, I <laughs> Yep. True. Accurate. Accurate. Okay. Oh, man.
0: So here's why I mentioned this. We also get lots of spam mail like the entire rest of the world. Uh, however, through like... Podcast Serendipity. I happened to not throw away one of these things. It was it was a thing that was delivered to my uh, my mom's house or my my parents' house, and we have not I have not lived there. <laughs> my wife and I have not lived there <laughs> ever, and I specifically have not lived there uh, for over I don't know twelve thirteen years. Uh, but a random piece of mail got delivered, and I thought it was particularly special having been bored open the mail that I would never open, and reading through what it was. And I'm I'm reading this to you, Nick. It's ripped in half because I had already ripped it in half to throw it away, but I was bored and I read you it. You were that bored. I you was were that, so bored, you were like, eh, bored. i read the ripped in half mail that I, know <laughs> I of. Yeah. Read this. Yeah, this uh, advertisement that has been mailed to me to my parents' address. So I already know that like whatever information they have on me is more than over a decade old. Uh <laughs> I'm going to read this ripped in half piece of paper. First off, they start with Dear Jeffrey, and they have my name spelled incorrectly, with it being an E R Y, but it's not as bad as starting it with a G, so I I'll uh, sue him
1: with you. I'm 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 ready.
0: Okay. So this is from uh David Johnson, who appears to be some kind of CEO or somebody at DanberryMint dot Dan Mint. hmm Yep. So here we go. Dear Jeffrey. Spelled wrong. Please don't let another day go by without telling Katie how much she means to you, dot, 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 <laughs> and always has, <laughs> comma, and always will. Ah, he's hmm. so looking is, out for you. <laughs> yeah. Now is the perfect time. This generous gift makes it easy, especially for those of us who can't always put our feelings into words, which I feel like is a little bit presumptuous. Like, yeah, it's a little rough. Come on come on Danbury or whatever we know you're repressed we know we know that you're incapable of expressing your feelings through words Katie will be dazzled by the genuine diamonds the graceful triple heart design the gold ion plated infamy oval shimmering with real mother of pearl and when she turns it over imagine the look on Katie's face when she reads these magic words (laughs) that are coming straight from the heart
1: but also from Danbury Mitt Also from From this
0: piece of paper I ripped in half. Yeah. All right, here we go. This is the engraving that would be on the back. Katie, I loved you. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I'm so ready for this. I'm I'm Uh, here. I'm here for it. I'm sorry. This is from the heart. Of course. Katie, I loved you then. I love you still. I always have. I always will. Jeffrey.
1: jeff jeff i don't know if you caught that that rhymed that was you made poetry my friend
0: Oh man we need to keep moving because we're like only halfway through this thing
1: (laughs) this this is just our pod this is just our episode this is our episode
0: that says it all don't you think (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) simple and honest nothing too nothing too sappy just a heartfelt expression of your love throughout the years together You will reap the benefits in more ways than I can say. (laughs) That's very suggestive there.
1: Whoa, Danbury Mint.
0: Danbury. Uh, Go ahead and melt her heart just for $99 plus $7 shipping and service, payable in three monthly installments of $35.50. I really do appreciate the the financing option. (laughs) Yes, thank you. Uh Mail the enclosed risk-free order card, and we'll take care of the rest. Sincerely, David Johnson. Um, but the best part of this entire thing, I feel like.
1: <laughs> it wasn't It wasn't the in more ways than we can say. It wasn't that <laughs> more, one. <laughs> right.
0: Okay. Was it was that one. Okay. P.S. <laughs> P.S. As if like. No, there wasn't enough. For, for we didn't my, get enough info. For, yeah. For my, from my good friend, David Johnson. He wasn't able to fit this in the body of the the letter. P.S. Has Katie ever said, "Please don't surprise me with a magna- magnificent diamond pendant personalized with both our names and your loving words"? I didn't think so. Order today.
1: Oh my god, that's oh, so good. Oh my god, so good. So yeah, you know I could have missed. A, you check. know what? I will I will go out on a limb and say she probably has not ever told you to not do that. So
0: oh man, but yeah, check right. and mate. I, yeah, check and mate. I had no idea. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah. So I ordered a few of them. Of course, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I,
1: they're they're all going to say the same thing, which is going to be a little bit confusing <laughs> for her when her birthday rolls around, and it's like, but. So this is what the first one said. It's like, yeah, yeah. This yeah, one's yeah. for
0: Christmas. This one's for your birthday. And this one's this is for what, Valentine's
1: this Day. This is what David told me to say.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, what, what, what David told me my heart said.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, David knows your heart pretty well. He knows where you live. Duh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. So, Nick, a uh, recurring theme on our podcast is that I'm uh, very capable of hurting myself. Oh, uh, good. This week, I hurt we're myself. Back. This week, I hurt myself in a creative way. Uh, so we had been talking a little bit about watching The Social Dilemma, uh, which maybe we'll get into a little bit here in a sec. But I, I... It had been a while since we had had a good, uh, you know, lay down in bed, have some popcorn, watch a movie. So and I got the popcorn ready and was going to bed. And when I got into bed, just a, like honestly, it's kind of I don't even know exactly how it happened. But basically when I was getting to bed, Katie moved, pulled the covers up, which through the popcorn in the air. Thankfully, my wife doesn't have a microphone uh, because she'd probably blame me a little bit more heavily on this part. Uh, but but basically, as I was getting into bed, uh, through the popcorn, oh, like literally, it wasn't like, oh, some of the popcorn spilled out of the, out of the bowl. The entire thing of popcorn spilled onto our bed. <laughs> uh which i just froze because like i don't even know what the other alternative is to reacting to that um but i froze on top of some scalding hot popcorn kernels and so i had like a few little oh God. like popcorn sized burns on my arm which obviously were not serious but i did feel like that was very fitting for uh <laughs> explaining how how apt i am at injuring myself
1: so uh so on this this uh, same note, uh, one kudos, sir. That's that's a good that's a new one. I haven't heard of the popcorn burn of yourself while trying <laughs> to just have a nice a nice you know like cozy day or you know movie watching experience. It's a really good one. I've got I've got two spinoffs for this, and one is uh, i I'm just telling stories, so I apologize, but one is when I first met Jen's parents. The night before I met Jen's parents, Jen and I were staying at a hotel like that was a couple hours away from our parents' house, mm-hmm. and so we just got pizza some random-ass place we'd never heard of. We just, you know, yelped it. It's, you know, back in 2012 or something like that, um, but so the important thing here is that I somehow, like, I took a bite of this pizza, like, right away, because I, I don't know. I think we were just hungry or whatever, but didn't even think about it. I just grabbed it, took a bite, and the cheese actually gave me, like, a on burn on my on my cheek and i like don't eat like i don't eat so bad that i have like constant you know oil marks on my face when i eat pizza i don't know what why i got so greedy this day but i had a big fat uh, burn on my face like on my cheek and which made me feel like a child and then the next day i had to explain this to her parents both her parents her mother and father like yeah okay so i i swear i'm not a child i swear i know how to eat a slice of pizza i swear i can understand when things are too hot in my face (laughs) No, I'm, not, I'm not i that swear incompetent. I'm a, I'm
0: a functioning adult, I swear. <laughs> I, I, right, exactly.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> I've had pizza before and it didn't work like this. It <laughs> <laughs> didn't do, 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 do this to me before. Oh, my God. Oh, man.
1: Uh, so, you know, I, I say this all to commiserate with you. Uh, you know, these food related birds are just, co- must be commonplace. They must not be anything wrong with us. It must just be that it's normal. I think it's That's indicative
0: of how normal we actually are. I feel exactly. Like yeah. the especially. It, it, it I, makes I'm, us, I'm very normal. It makes us so relatable. Exactly. Exactly. We're doing it for the people, Nick. All right. What's your other thing that it reminds you of?
1: Oh, uh, Jen has been feeding. Uh, this is only a little story because I don't have it in our notes or whatever. But Jen has been feeding. Um, there's these two squirrels that live like right outside of our uh, our like living room, um, <laughs> right outside our door. That uh, Jen has been uh, feeding them. Because she was out there cleaning and uh, she saw one, like, staring at her. So she got some popcorn and uh, gave them to the things. And they are, like, very fussy about it. And they're very, very, like, tentative about coming over. And they make a lot of, like, angry sounds at her. They, like, really want both uh, popcorns and peanuts. And Jen's like, I'm becoming the crazy squirrel lady. I'm not the crazy cat lady. <laughs> so I'm worse. She goes out at 4 o'clock. She comes home from work. She goes out to try to feed the, the squirrels. It's great
0: got to be creative with your craziness I appreciate that that's good yeah
1: happen. exactly you know crazy cat lady been done
0: <laughs> right yeah yeah that role's been played so what when you mentioned your uh, burning yourself I it reminded me of a story this would have been oh, man so Katie and I had just gotten married so this would have been uh just under 10 years ago and we were going on vacation with my parents. And the like, maybe it was like a couple, I've probably already told you the story, but I certainly haven't said it on the podcast yet. So uh, a couple days before we went on our vacation with my parents to Colorado, we had been outside and I had gotten a tick bite, which growing up in the country, that was a weekly, if not hourly (laughs) (laughs) occurrence. So like it was very familiar with uh, just pulling the tick off, flicking it off and moving on with your day. Uh, however, I did have it be a little bit inflamed. And so my new bride and my mother (laughs) both agreed that I needed to go to the doctor to have it, uh, looked at. Uh, and so I went to the doctor and they gave me some kind of medication. I don't remember what it was, but whatever it was, uh, I was extremely allergic to. Oh, good. uh, Yeah. So I didn't know that, however. And so we went on our trip to Colorado. And the next day after we had made it to wherever in Colorado we were going, I had extremely acidic acid reflux, which sounds bad, but it is a bad descriptor of just how bad it was. Like it burned my entire esophagus to the point that I could not even, I couldn't swallow uh, like, I could not, like, uh, there, I could not eat food. I could not drink drink, which I'm not sure to what extent you're aware, but we are very reliant on being able to drink and eat food.
1: I have heard that's actually pretty important. Yeah, and I've it heard. Was
0: so, so painful. Uh, uh. So, again, like, this is, like, we just got married. Uh, this had to have been maybe a month in. So, my poor wife who forced me to go get this thing felt so, so terrible. Anyways. Long story short, Colorado sucked. I went to a doctor and they gave me some stuff that numbed my throat so that I could uh, swallow my own spit or food or whatever. Like the <laughs> the crazy thing is, is you do not realize how often you swallow just spit, which sounds gross. Yeah, right? and I'm sorry. No, but like just to but you're just
1: swallowing, whether you're saying spit or not. Like I mean, you're just swallowing, right? Like you're not like trying to hawk a loogie, right? You no, swallowing. just like, like you, you just...
0: do the swallowing motion. But like that was incredible incredibly painful the so that was terrible and then so that would have been i don't know probably mid-june we it was right after we got married which was june 11th and then we went on this maybe i'm missing messing up the timelines here but the for the fourth of july weekend i volunteered myself before all this to do a lot of the the grilling and so here i was a few weeks into this i could not eat anything other than applesauce and like rice and i had to grill all of this <laughs> delicious delicious fourth of july food and it was like oh man i've never been uh, i've never been so jealous of people with a normal esophagus in my life and
1: meanwhile you're having to serve it to them like exactly like,
0: oh yeah i sure hope this is Enjoy. great i will yeah let me know let me know how it is because i can't let myself know oh uh, man that was terrible
1: that's brutal, sir. That is brutal.
0: But I've survived, and I did not die of Lyme disease, so that's cool.
1: That's pretty good. It's an important thing.
0: Um. So anyways, Nick, uh, hurting myself with popcorn, we watched Social Dilemma. I had already watched the first half of it, I think, or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, watched the rest of it with Katie. Uh, she wanted to watch it. And that certainly has some mm, alarming things in it. And I think it's a little bit over-dramatized to some extent but it certainly isn't completely off the mark. Was there any uh takeaways for you personally that you thought were Yeah, I watched it this week also, I should say.
1: Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I forgot to mention. Oh, you're that. fine. You know, nothing like crazy. Uh you know, it's it's very interesting to me. Uh, I hadn't really given a ton of thought to the next generation of kids that grow up with this stuff because, you know, I think of myself as having grown up in the internet age, mm-hmm. but my internet age was like I was on like video game forums to like learn more about how to play a video game, or like I watched a lot of basketball clips on like shitty websites right. in like the mid two thousands and late two thousands. And they raised a really good point that um in there about suicide rates for girls growing up has gone up a ton directly oh, gosh. Re- related to Man, which is terrible. It I hurts gotta, me like
0: that sucks like, as a person with a daughter. Yeah, like. Uh I I hadn't got to that point when we uh, watched it with my wife. I've never been gutted so hard by a documentary of like, oh man, being a parent is going to be extremely difficult. Like that is, that was a non-insignificant jump and that is so hard to even think about. I like to see my sweet, sweet daughter who we, (laughs) it's kind of funny, um, Averin had never heard the song uh, Gangnam Style by Sai. And, uh, so kid <laughs> was missing out. What the heck? <laughs> I know. Uh, but he, like, they both, the two of them, they both love, like, that sort of music. Like, just really upbeat, crazy music. And so the four of us were dancing. But, uh, <laughs> well, but like, man, to even think about her dealing with that sort of stuff is just, ah, oh, that's so terrible. Like, so many parents go through their entire, you know, the first 10, 12 years of being a, dad or mom to a daughter and then to have them thrust into that environment that is terrible
1: i uh so i don't want to get too emotional because like one i uh, thankfully i uh you know i didn't turn out with any issues or anything like that but um and but it's it's interesting because you know i felt like i had experienced some of the, the harder parts of the internet at a younger age when i was 12 or 13 Somewhere in that age group, um, I made like a website for a school project and it was just like one of those dumb personal websites when you're first learning how to do HTML. And as you did in those days, you held- hosted it on some free website that had a t- ton of terrible ads and it was terribly laid out. But it was just like, oh, look, I made a website. Yeah. And uh, I was new to the area that I was I was at the time and I got some comments like explicitly saying, uh, go kill yourself, go back home or kill yourself. Yada, yada. Just stupid wow. dumb children bullying nonsense and it sucked and i hated it and i was really really upset and uh you know there was parts of me that felt super alienated from my my peers but one thing that, that came from it was that my computers my computer teacher or whatever the hell it was at the time it's not a computer science class but whatever class you were in that you were doing that crap in um he pulled my website down and And he had, like, a stern talking to with all the kids and whatever else. And it kind of became, like, this isolated incident. It really hurt. And at the time, was really rough. And I eventually moved away. And I think it, like, really gave me distance from that. And that's all great. Uh, You know, I got through it. But, like, I can't imagine being 12 on Facebook. What are you going to do? Delete your Facebook? Well, one, there's a million other social media platforms right now. So it's not just just one uh, outlet. And two... Most of those people are your peers for much longer than they were my peers for. And if there was there was a layer of anonymity, yeah, yeah, anonymity with mine, I didn't know who said it. That was part of the thing, and it was like kind of easy to dismiss it in my brain because there was a two or three comments or something. I uh, you know I don't want to make this about me in any way at all, but I just realized how lucky I was that like I got to grow up in that kind of more less matured, less polished and refined. Uh, all-consuming social media as opposed to what, you know, 12-year-olds and 13-year-olds are going to have to go through now. Because, I mean, 12- and 13-year-olds, most of them aren't fully developed. So there's going to be kids who are acting out in ways they don't realize are hurting people. And that's a huge right. part of our like, society is having to, you know, cope with that. And for kids to have to deal with that on a different layer of connection, like they're, they to be surrounded by it and then they can just, I don't know. It, it was It was kind of heartbreaking for me. And I can't imagine thinking about it from the perspective of having a daughter that might have to go, not go through that specifically, but you know, have to navigate social circumstances where they're going to be surrounded by their peers' opinions on every little thing about them in the world. And it's just, it's, it's uh, a little terrifying. That was my big takeaway.
0: Yeah, Um, man. Like even, you know, you were, you know, you and I are white males. So we have it as easy as it can possibly be, presumably. Um, But, to hear that in what will be less than eight years my son will be in the same like like the same age that you were when you had to deal like which we had not talked about this at all beforehand um man i i'm sorry you had to go through that and i no, okay I, I appreciate it man i it i don't know that we really know how to navigate this yet and it's a very weird hard time because like we know what the really bad things are like the the overt bullying that happens online and right. you know, all, all the other things. But that sort of stuff probably nowadays would even go completely unnoticed because it wouldn't happen on a school website that like that people would be aware of. It's happening in, <laughs> I, I can't say Facebook because that's not the cool thing that kids are on, but like back TikTok, in the right, TikTok, Instagram, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're connected to the young kids. Um, I, I doubt that. <laughs> But like it, it's so much more behind the scenes now that that sort of stuff happens. So there's not any solace that you could have gotten from somebody who's further along in life than you are is is like you don't even have that opportunity anymore. So it's right. even more raw in its impact with people. Oh, man, that's... Woo, it's hard. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So social dilemma uh, certainly going to be a thing that we have to deal with. When we were uh, watching that, or, I, I should say, before we were watching that, we, I, we, in our last episode, I think it was, we talked about screen time and even the episode before that of just how I wanted to do better about it. And I said that I had done better last episode, but knowing that we were going to be watching Social Dilemma and just me having thought about this a lot uh, because of our podcast, and I have to listen to our dumb voices talk about this stuff over and over <laughs> again as I do the edit, I, I knew that I wanted to spend less time on Reddit than I had been even post us talking about it and my screen time being much better. And it's not that I think Reddit is bad, but what it is for me, it is the most uh, algorithm influenced on my life for how I spend my time. 100% same thing here. Yeah. And, And so what I did was I went into the the old downtime settings or the screen time settings and I blocked Reddit and I on my phone and I uh, uninstalled the app so there was no way that I was going to get onto it with without having the notification from my iPhone that like, hey, you said that you didn't want to do this. are you sure that you want to do this <laughs> And <laughs> thank
1: you, iPhone. I really appreciate that. yeah,
0: thank you I appreciate it. So for starters, I did that. I don't know. It was maybe three, four, or two, three days ago. It hasn't been that long, but I can happily say that from that. And I didn't want to like block Reddit entirely because I still do enjoy the internet fun that is stuff that you find on Reddit. Like I really enjoy NBA stuff. And I that. mean,
1: the the internet as a whole is is genuinely, I think, a net positive on the on the world. It's just a question of making sure that it stays a net positive because I think that there's a lot of things. Basically, fighting to push it back down to be, like, uh, to be like a societal negative, right?
0: Yeah, no. So, I 100 percent agree. I I think that the internet is good, and I think there are many things about it that make like social media in general that make me like I enjoy like make enrich my life. Like I have more fun because it exists. But I did not want to spend. Um, because what it equated to was basically a couple hours a day or so, um, on Reddit or uh, the Reddit app or on Safari, which, which I have confirmed was also just Reddit. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was Reddit in disguise. But what I so I blocked it, I uninstalled the app, and I only accessed it through my PC, which is probably one thirtieth of the amount of time I spent. Right, right. And I'll tell you. In the only, again, two or three days or whatever it's been, two things. One, I spend more time doing things that I enjoy than I did before. Hard stop. The amount of times that I would pick up my phone and scroll down and search RE to type Reddit. Because uh-huh. I, I have nothing, uh-huh. nothing on my home screen at all except for a couple apps, uh, mostly work stuff. Um, so I, I do all of my app opening through uh, the search stuff. So the number of times that I typed RE and opened, or I was intending to open Reddit were absolutely ridiculous. And the number of times that I did that, and then I opened Safari and then I typed RE to like autocomplete to Reddit. I would have never had known how many times I did that until I had something stopping me from doing it. Yep. And it's yep. it's wild because I would like, I would try to open the Reddit app and I didn't have it installed anymore. And then I would, be like oh man that's crazy like man i didn't even realize that i was trying to open the reddit app as i am thinking these thoughts i'm opening safari and typing re to go to reddit like (laughs) i don't even know how that's possible
1: because because it's just incredibly passive you build this habit and then it becomes completely ingrained in it in your day-to-day and i think that's the thing that like was one of the things i didn't really touch on it properly i I don't think i was especially articulate when we talked about the subject on our first episode but um you know if something is taking a ton of your time in a day, and when I say a ton of your time, I don't mean that you're on it like literally 24 hours. But,
0: you know, like you said,
1: like three to four hours of screen time. I don't think that's crazy. I don't think that's unusual. But three to four hours is something that you should be doing pretty intentionally. You know? Yeah. I I, I don't exercise three to four hours every day. I And I intentionally make the decision in my life. Like, you know, exercise is important to me. I want to have exercise in my life. I want to be the kind of person who exercises even when it's a little bit annoying. And it gives me all these positive things that I can go out and do. And I'm not saying that to, to make this into an exercise advocacy topic. Hey, but I think just that's fine, too. <laughs> you know, it's, it's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, that is an absolutely intentional decision. You almost have to make it as an adult to carve out time to do it. And I don't get three to four hours of that a day. Yeah. If I can't say that about Reddit, if I can't say that Reddit brings me, you know, this positive, I mean, not just Reddit, but if I can't find that exact positive and lay out these lists of benefits. Why am I letting myself just passively do it and waste that time away?
0: Yeah. And it, cause like that is genuinely what it is. It's like, I, I certainly did enjoy many of the things that I would read on Reddit. Uh, but if I were to tell you the number of things that I could remember that I enjoyed, like it's, it's minimal, a, right? Like the number of things that would be from Reddit were basically nothing. Right, right. And, and so, like, if I'm well, spending that, yeah, ten hours a week or whatever on that, and I don't even have anything to show for it in my personal life at all, man, that the time adds up so quickly. Because, like, if I'm spending ten hours a week doing that, that's freaking five hundred hours a year plus. And if, uh, like, I don't even know, like, what does that equate to? <laughs> Twenty days or whatever. Good. Right. Yeah. Hold well, on. Let me do the Yeah. Math. yeah. I mean, I more, more, more than 20
1: days. The answer is the answer, the answer to that is more than 20 days. More it than 20 be, days. Uh, 480 hours would be. So it's it's basically 21 days.
0: Okay, well, so, yeah, that's too many days to spend unintentionally on crap (laughs) that I can't remember. Right, right. Which, uh, like, again, as a person with a wife and kids and job and other interests, like, uh, doing this dumb podcast that we do, like, there there are so many better things that I can do. Uh, Like, the biggest change for me, honestly, is what I do in the morning. Like, it is so easy to when i wake up at earlier than my kids wake up generally you're a little
1: lethargic there's not that much to do there's not that many people to talk to you can start your day later yada yada (laughs) yada and then you just oops there's all my time
0: yeah my my thing is is like i wake up i'm like 45 percent awake i open reddit (laughs) and i go and see what there is to see and you know what i do now nick now that i can't go on reddit on my phone tell me i fall back asleep then i get an extra hour of sleep and you know how much that means to my day to day—a billion percent good. more than whatever dumb yeah. stuff I would have read.
1: That's it's very fair. It's very very like it, which is
0: it's just crazy to think that something the the barrier to making it be a positive investment of my time is as low as just going back to bed, it, right? Like is a positive ROI on my time. I don't know. So I've gone three days without check or two days. I don't know. Whatever it's been uh without doing reddit on my phone and i don't know that i will ever go back i think it is a thing that i'll probably stick to i'll t- randomly check stuff on my computer if i feel like i need to but i think i think i think reddit on my phone is not a healthy thing cuz again like i said the number of times that i have picked up my, my phone and searched re good for you that's way too much
1: yeah yeah i i mean and that's not to say that uh i mean <laughs> I say that I I, I think Reddit is like one of the more tame ones, honestly, because like I just sit on the same two subreddits or whatever now. Yeah. And those ones are not going to be so filled with content. They don't refresh that much and they can't. I I don't let myself go to any ads or any other. I don't use the front page of Reddit. um, And that has helped me. But Reddit is even one of the less insidious ones. And even that can be just a giant time sink. I completely agree with you.
0: It's. It, I will tell you one embarrassing thing that happened as a result was...
1: What What it was is that someone... You didn't know about a trade happening in basketball for an extra 30 <laughs>
0: minutes. That's so embarrassing. I definitely didn't know that. Yeah. Uh. No, but no, my brain wanted the, the thing. And I am not a person who's been on Facebook hardly at all for the last probably five years. But with Reddit Blocked, I went to Facebook like four or five times. And so I've also blocked Facebook from <laughs> I'm like, nope. We're not going that's even worse and we're not like, going no, down wait. that road.
1: <laughs> Wrong direction. Wrong direction. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: I, I the figured The point was to just find a different one. I figured that one out pretty quick. That was not going to be what I are going to do. So, one of the things that I haven't done in a long time, uh as far as these this specific genre of games have gone, but I think is still super fun to talk about especially on the heels of talking about how addicting things can be. Oh yeah. Um, there are a couple of super addicting video games that I've played and I'm not talking about addicting in the like MMO sense where like you end up playing a game for years and, years and years and years and that becomes a major part of your life, but more so like the ones that are like real quick burns, like you can't possibly set the game down for a week or two that are just so so much fun. So, do you before I dive into the couple that are my own from the last couple of years? Do you have anything like this in your life?
1: Um, so I have two mobile games that I can't break. Um, oh, mobile
0: games one, are perfect.
1: Yeah, uh, that I can't break. Uh, there, and I I go through phases more with um with other puzzle ones. Oh, I you know I it's not my phone is literally off right now charging, so I can't tell you the name of the one because it's not like a traditional name. Um, it's like a weird. Name, but it's just been—it's there. It's my friend. Um, <laughs> 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 oh, a Sudoku, which is terrible. Like i am i I'm like so—I'm like that far of a nerd as I play Sudoku, Wait, Sudoku and I have like, like legitimately
0: just regular old Sudoku.
1: Yeah, like there's a Sudoku app on my phone. I should say. Uh, I think it's literally called Sudoku the Clean One or something like that. Um, and if I have like three minutes while I'm waiting for somebody or something, it's like 100% I'm going to try and beat it Sudoku time. I'm just like, that's, there's nothing else. If I just wait. Have... So
0: it's like, uh, like timed Sudoku? Uh,
1: well, it has a time. Like, it's not like uh, you have a limited time to complete it, but it keeps a record of the fastest times that you've, uh, that you've. I, I know uh, both of us very
0: about. well. And I feel like the, whatever nuance you want to put there, but, Jeff, like competitive Jeff. nature, time yeah. matters.
1: Yeah. Jeff, if you want to if you want to try this with me, I, this is what I will actually feel decent about because I have had the same exact app on three different phones, and I don't replace my phones that often. Okay, what? so what's it called? You're, uh, I think it's just literally. Uh, I, I don't know if it's in the, the same thing on the on the app uh the App Store, but it's called Sudoku the clean one. I think is what it is on uh the Play Store. It's it's uh it's genuinely just clean, and uh I paid the two dollars to get rid of the app. Oh, as of course, years ago, yeah. yeah. It's ad free and it's just like okay if I need to kill three minutes, this is a slightly like it's a brain tickler, you know what I mean? It hits yeah. my specific kind of like I like logic puzzles because it makes me feel smart and <laughs> it's <laughs> but pretending that I'm smart because I can figure out what what uh order num- nine numbers go is like exactly where my brain's at and I have put in probably hundreds or thousands of hours into that even though it's just a stupid app for Sudoku which is a game as old as time and <laughs> right. Uh,
0: I will say hundreds of thousands of hours is a lot. No, of no, hours, no, hundreds
1: right? or thousands, <laughs> not hundreds of thousands. Definitely not hundreds of thousands. Hundred, I would say hundreds probably about. Hundreds. Hours. Of um, okay. That's and right. then I have another puzzle one that's a uh, not a similar thing. It's like a map of a, of numbers, it's it's almost like a Minesweeper, but it's not quite. But it's the same idea of just being a number puzzle game, a logic puzzle game. Um, I'll find the name for somebody at some point that. So you don't tell me about a fan. I do not I apologize to all oh, of our listeners gosh. and to you more importantly I will bring it up on the next podcast 100% I will note it down
0: okay the, the two that were for me uh, that were my biggest examples of this one that's probably more relatable is factorio uh, do you, yeah. so do you know anything about factorio at all
1: a little bit let we'll, we'll me in your world tell me about it
0: okay so uh, I haven't played this in a couple years but basically it was a it is a game by I think a single developer uh, that has a huge cult following and you are, it's basically supply chain. So you have to go mine raw minerals and set up automatic like conveyor belts to go to automatic machines that turn it into uh, metals and then turn it into, uh, you know, components that then turn it into machines that, that you basically make a very, very complex, factory over the course of uh in my case a few days <laughs> and you go from a person who landed on a planet without any materials at all to a person who's launching a uh, rocket ship off the planet to go back home or whatever i love it i'm not sure how that translates in description to how much fun it is there's also random aliens that attack you uh, that you can like that uh, so you have to little. it's like a little bit of a tower defense in addition to all that which again, I'm a sucker for tower defense as well.
1: Yeah, tower defense games. Uh, I have I've stopped myself from playing tower defense games because I get <laughs> mad at them. But
0: <laughs> yeah, so you're at all the while you're making this factory, creating a tower defense for yourself, and you're you're aiming toward a goal that you're basically aware of from the get go, and it seems so far away, but every little increment as you're going along is so addicting, like to To see you create a automatic thing that gets this copper and this tin that turns into this bronze or whatever, like from the mine, uh, it, it's just so, it's so satisfying. I know this, I know
1: this feeling. That I, yeah, exactly. I know exactly how this tickles your brain. I understand. <laughs> yeah. So
0: basically, you spend all this time fighting off aliens, getting this thing set up to make bronze, and you turn it into to wire or what? I like honestly, I'm butchering the actual specifics of this. Basically, you set up automation. And enjoy the fruits of the automation to create more automation until so you, you can make bigger, more
1: complex projects that, that then, yep, that you then use those uh, new machines or tools to make more advanced kinds of automation. And...
0: and like the coolest thing, honestly, was like when you're doing all this and like you would make the next level of thing, like something would be a huge bottleneck. You would have to go investigate, like, why is this taking so long to be produced? And then you would have to make new versions of it either like mine more copper or make more of these things that turn the copper into copper wire, uh, and feed the assembly line problem solving on the fly to figure out why something isn't happening efficiently was, I don't know. It's just so that's a very, that is a
1: very, uh, like for, for you, I, I know like that, that fits you very well because you are a fast problem solver. And, uh, I think for people who like to to fancy themselves problem solvers, that's probably a very, very satisfying like kind of challenge to to be like, okay, hold on. My production's not doing what it's supposed to be doing. Let me go get get to the bottom of this.
0: Yeah. And then uh, so this one's maybe a little bit more accessible, but there has never like Nick. I don't I don't bestow this title lightly. There has never been a game that i have been. Wait, wait, wait
1: hold on are we moving on from from factoria
0: oh yeah you have more factoria well, questions? I, have,
1: I have a small i have a thing okay for you no, go, go is ahead. uh the game that i was going to tell you about because i want to get myself into it but i know it's bad for me and i know i can't do it it's called satisfactory oh
0: no it's a game okay. i haven't heard of
1: I'm so good. it's, it's, it, it, it looks really fun. I've only given it like some and or not some peeks. I've looked into it a lot uh, and I have a bunch of friends who are playing it right now is why. Oh no.
0: Um, oh no. Jeff, it's Factorio, but other...
1: it's <laughs> the, the, it's a 3d Factorio. I'm pretty sure. Um, so oh, the, oh my the, I was making sure that I was spelling it right. And then I was like not mixing up the name because it's, you know, it's a name that's a play on words. Right. And the Wikipedia page for it, the first reference is quote, Satisfactory looks a lot like a first person factorio so <laughs> that tells you <laughs> about it. oh, It's man.
0: It,
1: and exa- exactly that and watching my friends stream where they have like a like metal t- or not a metal like a glass tube of uh, to uh, that's like a quick transport thing la futurama and it's like they're going over their giant like l- layers of oh like, uh, factories. I'm watching this with supply tra- with, like
0: with uh, Oh no <laughs> Oh no Nick, this looks really fun. Oh no, dude! This is seriously this is 3D Factorio. 100. It looks.
1: It sounds like it. When you were describing it, I was like, "Yeah, you're talking about Satisfactory, right?" I I looked. I obviously googled this while we're talking. And yeah, it
0: sounds great. Oh man, I I really hope I can find a new wife after. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes! You went
1: zero to 100 there, sir.
0: (laughs) Uh, Oh my gosh. I'm I'm still watching the trailer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've lost him. I shouldn't have brought it up.
0: I shouldn't have brought uh, it up. Oh my gosh. This is yeah. I think I actually knew that this was in development a while. So this is still early access, I think it's right?
1: still a beta, yeah. But it's it's available on Steam oh, right man. now. You can just go buy it.
0: Oh, I already bought it, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so. Talk to me. Talk to uh, me about the other game. The other game.
0: I, I lied earlier. I hadn't bought it yet. I had to sign into Steam. I clicked the buy it button. I wasn't signed. Jeff, Jeff Jeff, okay, Jeff, 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 I'm Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. Jeff. Tell me
1: about the other game. We're back. Tell me about the other game. Uh, hold on.
0: <laughs> 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 I don't remember the other game. Screw that other game. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff has
1: a new muse, a new masterpiece uh, to man. work on.
0: Yeah. What was it? Oh, yeah, Universal Clips, which sounds uh, the, as dumb as it is. So. Have you ever heard of Universal Paperclips, Nick?
1: I have not. I have not. And I Googled it, and the pictures made no sense. And I'm very excited about.
0: Okay. I will do my best to describe it. Again, another game that I haven't played in a couple years. Uh, However, this is a game that took over 48 hours of my life that I will never (laughs) get back. Um, So if you ever have 48 hours to kill, and you trust me as a friend, you need to play this game. So what it is...
1: What if I don't trust you as a friend?
0: So what it is, you download the game. The very first thing that you enter into is you have a screen, which you click a button, and the button is to create a paperclip. And you click it, and you make a paperclip. You click it again, you make a paperclip, so on and so forth. What you do is you start to get more efficient at creating paperclips. You're like a ah. sentient AI. Uh, ah. <laughs> and, and so eventually... You know, you get to the point where you're, you have a machine that's creating paperclips for you, and then you have a thousand machines that are creating paperclips for you. And your AI, it's basically an AI that is entire existence is supposed to create as many paperclips as possible. But it takes it to the most, uh, the most astronomical levels you could possibly imagine. So, This screenshot in the corner says space
1: exploration, 100% of universe explored launch probe costs 100.00 quadrillion clips. (laughs)
0: What? (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah, so it escalates to the point where you are turning all of Earth's... Space uh,
1: exploration funded, of course, by my favorite company, (laughs) Paperclip AI... Funding my funding uh, by yeah. space exploration.
0: So this very uh, uh, directed uh, AI is trying to make as many paperclips as possible. It turns all of Earth's resources toward that goal. And then it turns all of the solar system's uh, efforts toward that goal. And then it turns the entire universe's <laughs> efforts toward that goal. <laughs> And it is like, at some point you're like doing, you're trying to create like seven sextillion paperclips per second or something ridiculous. <laughs> until, until you've used all of the matter in the known universe. Uh, that is, that's to, when to it <laughs> that's when things get rough.
1: That's when things get rough and the whole universe is just getting like, paperclips.
0: It sounds ridiculous, but my Freaking gosh! Is that the? Most I didn't realize
1: the implication ever? of the word "universal" when I heard the <laughs> universal <name laughs> class.
0: Yes, it is. That is the most uh the most accurate definition of what this is.
1: I, I'm a big fan. That sounds I'm, great.
0: I'm serious. Do not download and open that app unless you have 48 hours where you can be the most irresponsible human on the planet. Because I'm checking.
1: I'm checking my notes. It's still a pandemic. Jen is downstairs.
0: <laughs> Dude, I don't think downstairs is far enough, but we'll take it where you can get it. But no, like, I don't know what about that affects my brain but i it whatever affects my brain with reddit that caused me to search re and no
1: i I'm, I'm get my uh my through line between factorio and this is that you are just about increasing efficiency like you're just like all right great i've made this thing which can make this other thing more efficient and now that i have this new thing that i just built i can use it to oh make man, another so thing true. more efficient and the next thing more efficient
0: but nick i'm telling you like Even though I've already played the entire thing through, you did you turned the whole universe into paperclips. I I, I did turn the universe worth of mass into paperclips. I if I were to pick that up again, it would be forty eight hours of nothing but paperclips.
1: Oh my god, I'm a big fan. I would love to see it. Um, Probably be a different Jeff than I know. I usually think of you as like calm and composed, and now I'm picturing you with like a five o'clock shadow and like some like really crappy coffee stains on your white t shirt. (laughs) Just give me a second. I'm I'm at ninety eight percent. 98% of the universe is explored. I'm I'm nearly
0: there. I only need 8 octillion more paperclips and then I'm done. (laughs) I'm so close. I texted you an idea that I thought was the best idea I've ever had. And I'll tell you, uh, I've come well off of that high horse since then. (laughs) (laughs) But I do still want to play this game because I think maybe it has legs, but we'll see. It might be the biggest uh, flop in podcast history. Oh, no. So, Nick, last time we talked about um, financial financial stuff. Yeah. And recently, Katie re entered the workforce. And uh, that's been, honestly, probably six months ago. And we wanted to start uh, having her save some money back. Do you have any guess at where this is going?
1: Yeah, some the stocks, but I don't something like it. the stocks.
0: <laughs> you don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we want to start saving some money back uh, for retirement for her or for honestly just saving up in general. So I, I've done some Robinhood stuff in the fa- past. Do you know what Robinhood is, Nick? Yeah, it's
1: a stock app. Yeah, stock I don't know app. much about it.
0: Yeah, well, stock app. You can buy stocks from it. One of the nice things about it, you can buy partial stocks so you don't actually have to buy a full share of something in order to okay. invest in something, which is super nice because I'm not super interested in you know investing uh, you know, $3,000 in Amazon right now. Uh, for a single share. Like, that's a little stressful to to see the ups and downs. Oh, okay. But I am, however, perfectly willing to invest $20 in Amazon or nearly about anything. So I, I had an idea and I don't know that anything out there exists like this. We wanted to invest for retirement or just for some savings for Katie starting working again. I will say, you know, I work in finance, so I feel like I should give the disclosure that Everything that I'm about to say is not a good idea to take <laughs> at face value. Uh, and I and... should
1: say, never trust anything I do as a good idea.
0: <laughs> I feel like you are starting to maybe see where this is going a little bit. A little uh, bit. A little bit. So here's the deal. I, I don't have the stomach to do dra- day trading stuff, uh, but I do feel like I have a good, like I have an interest in finding things that I feel like are good investments. I'm certainly not going to trust our podcast with our <laughs> retirement. <laughs> I was going to say,
1: I'm like, Jeff, you've put me on a big spot here.
0: <laughs> I, no, trust me. I'm trying to shrink down the spot as little as possible. So here's the deal. 20 bucks a week. I want to talk about random stocks that I've found that I want to invest in. The two, like two different ones. Cool. And I want you to help me decide what, which one. We that should. is we so much
1: way. more uh better than what I was. I was like, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> you're just gonna like randomly pull me for okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm in on that. Okay, I, I like it. I like. Yeah, it. we're
0: just I'm like we're we're putting aside a certain amount. I just want to take a a percentage of that and let it be. Because like here's the thing, these are places that I would typically invest in anyways. But I I think it's fun to talk about because it's such a weird when you get into it and if you are able to spend a little bit of time doing some research. I think that investing is actually kind of fun and usually especially in the long term pretty successful. I mean like I said last time even dumb me was able to do a pretty good job uh, making a little bit of money toward my house to renovate. But like I'm not trying to flip a huge profit here or anything but I think it's fun to maybe have a little bit of an experiment where we talk about stuff and we'll see how we did after you know next week and in the weeks after and I'm into it. uh, I, like I would it. do it. It's thing I would do anyway. So, like, here we go. What uh, what did I name this? The After Hours Trading Floor. Here we go. Oh God. Okay. Okay. So the the first one is called Arlo, A R L O. Okay. And the reason why I know what Arlo is is they do I think anyways, maybe I'm completely wrong. I think they do baby monitors and other yep. like home smart devices and stuff. Yep. Yep. Smart camera stuff. Yeah. So so they. They had a huge drop here recently, uh, and of course, this is very like a very time sensitive topic. Uh, this very well could change drastically over the next few days. But uh, they recently signed exclusive rights with Apple, and I think Apple, oh. in and of itself, is a very interesting company with how much. Like I think they have a ton of like, I I do have a bit of money in Apple, and I think the reason why I think they're going to do well is their new proprietary X1 chip or whatever it's called. That I think has like we are way going to go over time if we go into that level. The, of the, the M1,
1: the the new ARM processor that they're using for the MacBooks you need? Yes, yes, exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, but anyway, so uh, they signed a exclusivity deal with Apple I think they could do really well with that. So that's the first stock. Totally. Uh.
1: Okay. So I will say this too. Um. You know, once upon a time, I knew a little bit about like home security camera stuff. And yeah. uh, Arlo was a big name in that, and was re- like had really high quality products, as far as really? I knew. Uh, that's, okay. That's I don't know, circa twenty eighteen, something like that. Um, they were they were I think they were new, but they were. It's, it's super high quality stuff, as, as far as I remember, unless I'm mixing it up with something else, which is perfectly possible because I have totally fallen out of any in, info on that. So, yeah.
0: Well, here's the thing, Nick. First off, I really appreciate that perspective. And also, we're only betting a $20 bill right, on this. Right. We're betting a 20 That's That's a big deal. I really appreciate that. <laughs> so, right now, markets are closed off, obviously, as it is 10 o'clock as of recording. Um, I do intend to buy the stock in the morning and, and then I will also buy the opposite choice in Investopedia's little stock trader thing. And then we'll, we'll revisit this, uh, as it goes on so we can monitor the two portfolios side by side. Okay. So Arlo, which I'm, it's cool that I'm glad that you've heard of it before. The other one is, uh, Rolls Royce. Have you heard of Rolls Royce? No, what's that? Anyway I only so, ride
1: Bacotties, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> so Rolls Royce, the company R Y C E Y, that's the stock name, they sold the rights to the brand, Rolls Royce, like decades ago. So they make engines for both uh Boeing and Airbus. Okay. Which, as you know, has been a uh like driving time. Yeah, yeah, I believe super, that. And, and like, this is kind of close to home because um, Boeing is a big presence in Wichita, um, air capital of the world here. So, a a company reliant, though, on Airbus and Boeing is not going to do super great right now. So, their stock price has, like, fallen off a cliff. But I do feel like, especially just on name alone, but also the fact that I do feel like air travel will recover at some point. Yeah. also another company that I'm interested in. So, Nick, between... A company that has signed uh, exclusivity deals with Apple and a currently down but potentially, you know, a good future uh, for air travel. What what do you think is a better $20 bet today?
1: Um, so that's really hard. I feel like there's like I, I feel like, uh. Rolls Royce is probably like the safer bet because it's like, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. I, I think the uh, airline industry, I, I think people are going to travel by air again so much more once uh, the pandemic is over or, you know, has you know, vaccines are available or whatever. So that's a pretty safe bet to in my brain that like in the long term that you would get your money back, I would imagine. The, but Arlo is a company that I imagine would be like on the up. Um, as well. and The fact that they've gone down a lot is confusing to me um, and them having an exclusivity deal with Apple. You know, Apple, I've heard that Apple does okay as a company. Um, you know, fact checkers <laughs> out there, our listeners can tell me that I might be out of touch. Uh, I've heard that their stock does okay. And so I imagine that anyone they're partnering with, um, obviously, like, them selling a product doesn't necessarily mean that they have their, like, stamp of approval on it. Like, like oh, yeah, this is going to be a long-term investment for us. but, But... I imagine that they know what they're, they're putting out there. and They wouldn't put something out there that they don't feel good about their projections for. So I don't know. It's it's tough. I'd say that the Arlo one sounds more interesting to me than the Rolls Royce one.
0: All right. Arlo it is. I'll put $20 on that in the morning. I will say also, I, (laughs) so since we've been doing some investing, uh, Apple has made me the most or made us the most money so far uh, in the, in the month or whatever it's been. So, I feel happy to continue to support the things that they support because they've done <laughs> me well so far
1: um, so I, I this is not a really especially interesting anecdote, but I had a uh, a former manager whose husband was a an apple um regional sales manager or direct or uh, district sales manager or something like that. Right. Um, I have only met him a couple of times, but the, the point being when he came on was right before they started soaring again in, uh, oh, like the no oh, and man. he got, yeah, exactly what you're thinking. He got like a ton of stock options at the time. And it was like, oh, I had God. no idea that we were going to, yeah. So it's, a. Uh, I, I, I've I've heard a lot of good things about this whole Apple stock thing. It's, it seems to do okay, huh? Yeah.
0: <laughs> it is so ridiculous to look at their stock history. It's so crazy. It's Honestly, any, any big tech companies, yeah. it's, it's like ridiculous. Right, right. All right, Nick. Well, we have well surpassed an hour of recording at this point. <laughs> so despite our absolute lack of topics to talk about, uh, we've managed to yet Some, again. Somehow I was on.
1: able to, to talk and to talk and talk and talk. Somehow my personality shows through.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, so hopefully the uh, Arlo investment doubles and we can retire on that um, going forward. Uh, but either way, Nick, I appreciate. <laughs> retire customer. on your $40 payout. It <laughs> <He> doubles <laughs>
1: into forty. <laughs> oh,
0: look, Nick. the Math is hard. Okay, look.
1: You can think of all the lawn chairs you can get with that
0: hey, if that keeps happening uh, week after week and it keeps doubling, I think I can retire. Yeah, yeah, I think so too.
1: I I, I understand how exponents work. I understand. (laughs) But at the same time, Jeff, I feel like what you said was, hopefully it doubles and we can retire off. (laughs)
0: Hopefully it doubles doubles indefinitely.
1: Indefinitely, got it.
0: Week over week. Oh man, this has been the year that we started a podcast and a portfolio that doubles every week. (laughs) Oh man, big things in Bollywood.